Hello, hello, and welcome to Civilian Discourse. I am Brad, one of your hosts. Hey, I'm Shane, I'm the other host. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Let me really quickly explain what we want to do with this podcast. Uh, Our main goal is all about opening a dialogue with you, really. We will present you with various topics that are important to us. I mean, it could be politics, religion, current events. I mean, we're really going to touch on pretty much anything. Um, But with one big difference, we're going to strive to bring you all sides of every topic. We want to present you with multiple viewpoints and and thoughts. And even if they aren't viewpoints we share, we will still try to present them in a fair manner. You can't possibly grow and learn new things unless you're willing to listen to all sides of an issue. Now, having said all that, today we wanted to talk with you about a few things. And we figured we'd start with the tax bill. Uh, Shane and I have been discussing this all week. Yeah, it kind of came up in our last our last discussion yeah we start, you know kind of started thinking about it because obviously the initial reaction was like yeah i don't know it looks like it's just kind of going to be a big you know a big cut for you know, a big for the the wealthier you know the one percent we started thinking about yeah it. Was, yeah exactly that's not yeah. the initial reaction started doing some research and it's like you know i don't know maybe it's not gonna be so bad there's actually a lot of things in there that seem if not beneficial at least not like the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, when you first hear about it and you start, you start, um, you know, looking into it, you think, I mean, and and to be fair, I have seen a lot of things that make it seem like it's it's leaning towards the the wealthier class are going to benefit a lot more from. It. I mean, there was something like, uh, you know, the, the tax percent's going to go from like thirty five down to twenty one, yeah. and so then you start thinking about stuff like, well, wh- where's that money going to come back if we cut all this and I mean, that opens up a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother can of worms there, you know? Yeah, that's the issue. It's like, that is going to be like definitely the biggest corporate tax cut, I mean, I think history, really. I mean, cause it's going to be going down to the yeah. rates that it was at, I think it was 1939. So. Yeah, and, and I, I looked, I was looking at uh, a lot of, I mean, as you know, we both were, were investigating this a lot just so we, to really get some uh, some facts about it, but it, it just—I uh, know I got—I got scared with when they added a lot of, um, you know, the different things that had nothing to do with tax reform on it. Uh, those things bothered me, but then I know, like like you said, you found things that actually seemed to kind of make you think it's not such a bad thing. Well, yeah, like, well, for, in the standard deduction actually—that's gonna—I think that actually is gonna help. You know, that's gonna double. It looks like. So I really do think that might actually be beneficial for the middle class to an extent is like the child credit that's gonna go up quite a bit too yeah now there's things like the personal exemptions that i think are going to i think that's actually going to be done away with some of that so that actually might negate some of the the positives that are gained there but i think a lot of people do the standard deduction anyway yeah it's i i know that there's going to be Basically, I read I read something from a, it was a quote from a, from a professor who said uh, that basically it's going to depend on your particular situation whether it helps you or hurts you. And I mean, I guess that makes sense because there'll be you won't get the um, there's a student deduction that you can't uh, loan deduction that you won't be able to do anymore. Uh, there's you know stuff like that where you you just think like it's really just going to be a, dependent on like your your lifestyle, whether or not it's going to yeah, mess you up. Well, that's something we can look more into. Maybe if we're wrong on that, let us know. 
the student loan thing, I like that. I heard that initially, like the initial plans, they're gonna do away with that. And then I thought I actually did see that they decided not to. Oh, sure do they? Like, okay. I think I could be wrong. I think that's the case. It was like that. Another thing was like the the charitable donation deduction. That's something they're talking about doing away with, but that's something else they did. And I think with that, that's another one of the things. Kind of, it's kind of like a more regressive tax. And I will say this: even trying to look at it from the positive side. Okay. It is definitely more of a regressive as opposed to a progressive tax. Yeah. Where, it, I mean, yeah, there's no doubt. I don't think they're even trying to hide it. I mean, yeah, yeah. the wealthy are going to benefit more. Well, I mean, when you say that, I mean, corporations have gotten really good at, at not paying taxes. So well, that's, a good, actually, that's a really good point. Because that's the thing. Yeah. Talk about the, the going from 35, 36 to I think it was 21 or something 2021, like that. Yeah. right. Yeah. But really right now, I mean, they, they say the effective tax rate is really only 18% right now anyway. That's 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 true, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that was just not for everybody. I think that's more average. But yeah, after all the different loopholes, different things you can, like, do, it's really only 18%. So if that's the case, and, you know, not necessarily losing as much. However, I didn't really see where a lot of those deductions were taken away so it'll be interesting to see what the new yeah and i think once you start chopping stuff like like i said earlier it seems to me like you know where where is that money going to come back into the budget you know what i'm saying like that's and i i've been trying to to really like hammer it down like finding out where how they plan on making that back up but i haven't really seen seen it you know like it just that's the problem. It's, 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 all, it's all like, you know, they're just kind of like guessing and forecasting, really. Yeah. As they say, it's going to come back because if once you lower those taxes, it's going to create that many more jobs. You're going to have, you know, it's going to grow the economy. I forget there was like something they were saying. There was some, any other time, I listened to a couple of economists who were saying that their forecasting really doesn't seem, they have no idea where they're getting those numbers. Yeah. But, and and I was looking I was looking at that um, there I was reading reading up on the whole you know because he wanted to tout the whole Walmart thing as being like a part of this and everything and so it was something that the statistics were basically out of the there's like 55 companies that are given back to their employees because of this tax bill according to that them and the statistic was that of all the tax breaks that they're gonna actually get. And the money they're going to make, it's only going to end up being about like 0.13% that they're actually going to put back into their like workers. So, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, you had this huge, this huge tax break. And, and then there's also like, you know, the whole thing with the, with the, just going back to the Walmart thing where, you know, like it's the thousand dollar bonus sounds amazing. But then like, if you, you have to actually dig farther to find out that only people that have been there for like 20 years are going to yep. get it. So, I mean, stuff like that makes you makes you say okay. But and then of course we won't even like you don't even have to really go too hardcore into the topic. But just the fact that they announced that and then like you know thirty seconds later they're like yeah we're about Sam's. to shut down Sam Club <laughs> everywhere. And that's so... Like, yeah, that's so weird. That's so funny they did that. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't understand the timing on the announcement. There, but that is funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Give it, give it, and take it away. Yeah, because you want to make it seem like this is the businesses are going to rise up to the occasion. You know, the the CEO was like talking about how tax reform gives us an opportunity to be more competitive globally, and and it'll accelerate plans for the United States. But then, you know, two breaths later, you're like, and we're closing 253 Sam yeah. clubs, like. 
I mean, part of me, I've thought of this for a while, really, that I could see, I could see lowering, you know, the lowering the rate to 20, around 20%. I could see that because I could see the, potentially you would have more foreign, you know, foreign companies investing here, coming here. You may have more of our own money than, you know, companies they're having overseas come back over here. And that, that is also one of the places they're saying that the money could come from that maybe, but I don't know. I just, I, once again, it just, that's just, I don't know that's really going to be the case. Right. Right. Cause they changed that too, or I guess the only time they're going to get taxed on the foreign profit is going to be when it comes back in, but it's not, it's going to be way less than it was. It's not going to be to where it's not going to be prohibitive to bring it back in. So it could, I mean, it could happen, but I just, I don't know. I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. And, and a lot of a lot of companies have already said really. They, like, I saw like Coke, Pfizer, and a few, a few others were saying that yeah, they're probably not necessarily looking at creating jobs with it. It's going to be more using cash to pay dividends to shareholders yeah. and to stack you know stock buybacks and stuff. Which, which is not really what what the your the vibe that you're getting put off. Like it's it's exactly. like it's like it's supposed to be this this huge thing and i mean some of it you look at it and you say they're they're talking about you know giving you more back um in taxes at the end of the year and then they're touting the whole thing about you know how they're gonna uh take away the mandate that you have to have health insurance uh under the obamacare act and that's going to go away but but really when you get down to the nitty-gritty of all that like for the obamacare example you have to have insurance so their estimate was it's like 13, 13 million people are going to drop health care, which all that's going to do is raise the rates and the premiums. Because, exactly. So, where, you know, like you're sitting there hearing all these things like this awesome stuff's going to happen. And then you're like, let's really get into it and find out that maybe it's not so awesome. Like, Cause in, yeah, the short term in the short term, that is going to save money with you know the man. I don't, I don't really know anybody that really is going to be upset. They don't have to have. Right. To pay for the health insurance. However, is that and it is going to save money in the short term, like you said. There's no way that it's not going to end up raising the cost of health care in the end. Yeah. And what, once again, it's like with the same situation. Yeah, it's the same situation before, where it's not like these people still don't get sick and still don't get in accidents. Right. You just he's still going to have to go to the hospital, and that's still going to have to be paid for somehow. Something that happens too is like, I mean, you know, if you don't have health care. And it's something minor, you don't go get it taken care of because you can't yep. afford to. Well, then what happens when that minor thing turns into a big thing and it becomes a, a you know, quote, quote, drain on the system because that person is just taking and not putting anything back in. So you can see the merits for having to have it for, for being. But, you know, yes, yeah, it's going back, ironically, going back to like the party. And like initially that, that this really a lot of the Obamacare plan was what came in like the negotiations when Bill Clinton was president and that's what Hillary Clinton's thing was when she was going for like the Hillary care. Yeah. Like, she really was trying to push health care. She was more going for a single payer. Yeah. And um I think it was the Heritage Foundation. Like the Republican think tanks the one they were trying to figure come up with like, you know, co- you know, counter ideas. That was one of their ideas. Something that looked a lot like this. And the mandate was actually, you know, a Republican idea initially, which Kind of makes sense because that almost feels like a Republican idea, like <laughs> accountability. Towards it's account, it's accountability. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, you have to fit your, you know, foot your bill. 
because that's and, the only way it's going to work. That's the only way it's going to work. I right. mean, as if, yeah, the younger, healthier people are paying into the only people that are paying in the insurance market. Right. And then, the ones and then when those it. younger people get older, they'll have the next generation. Of kids. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it has to be that way. But it's kind of funny because like, because I do remember that, like it was like a Republican idea. And then, you know, but now that it's the, the flip side of it all and it ended up being in Obamacare, now it's like, we need to take that out. Like we can't have that because it wasn't <laughs> put in there because of us. Like, which, you know, like we've we've talked before about hypocrisy for on both sides of the party. That's oh, definitely, definitely a glaring example of it. Like we're cool with it if we come up with it, but if you guys come up with it, no, we got to take that out. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing to me too, as far as this. Really, the biggest thing to me, this whole thing is hopefully. I mean, yeah, the supply side economics. I don't know. Hopefully, it works. Hopefully, it's gonna it's gonna boost the economy with the lower taxes, but it's not gonna be it's not going to be cash neutral. It's going to cost. I mean, it's going to add, like they say, they're saying we're at about 1.5 trillion to the deficit. And that's the thing. Republicans, especially when the Democrats in office, yeah. I mean, that's all they talk about and is the deficit and it, deficit, deficit. It drives me crazy, man. And I can't, I can't pretend it doesn't because you think like the, the how much money that the, these companies are going to be saving, right. With the tax breaks. But it's like they're just going to be getting richer off of it. And, I mean, how how many more yachts or mansions do you need? Like, And from the statistics I've been seeing, it doesn't seem like they're really going to turn around and just dump into a bunch more jobs. It almost seems like they're just going to clench their purses tighter and hold on to the, like the windfall, you know, like at yeah, our I, expense. No, definitely. I, well, I don't. That's the thing. It would be, in theory, yes. And there may be more. I can see there might organically be some higher wages. There might organically be some job creation however i just don't see anybody creating jobs they don't need right i mean they're not no i don't yeah. care how much tax cuts they get they're not going to go just hire people because oh they we get have a, a windfall break. of, of 1.5 billion dollars let's go spend like uh, you know 200 million and make it some jobs that we have no need for but we'll yeah, just it's, no it doesn't happen it has to be uh, something like supply and demand and yep. and so then you talk about them people you know i said they like clench their purse strings tighter well you know how the, the whole trickle down thing is supposed to get down to the to the lower people like like us where we have more money now we can go spend it but if it's all like wrapped up and they're just clutching it like i just have like this image of like like holding on to their money bags like now they have five instead of three you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you heard. I think his name's Nick Conaher. He's uh, he had like a TED talk a while back. I watched and it's uh, it's pretty interesting on this theory. That's um, kind of his philosophy was just saying that yeah, it's, you really should invest as much as possible in the middle class. Yeah, because they're the ones that are really going to drive demand. Right. I mean, like the more people that have disposable income, the more you're gonna, yeah, if you, you have, have it, you yeah, that's what's going to yeah. create jobs. Demand is going to create jobs. And so, demand is only going to come when people have enough money. As he was saying, like, yeah, because yeah, he was like a wealthy guy, and he was just saying, like, yeah, I make a thousand times more than my employee, but I can't buy a thousand more pairs of pants. Right. I can't go out yeah. to dinner. I can't. I'm not going to buy a thousand. I'm not going to go out to dinner a thousand times, and you know, that's the thing. Really, yeah. is, yes, they're going to put money back in the in the economy, right? But they can only put so much back. Right, which is which why it w- it would make more sense, and and of course people argue against it, but no, you know I, they I, need to pay they need to pay more, in my opinion, as opposed to to getting 
a fifth money bag instead of having three. Like, because you just don't, I, I don't see it. Like, I don't see, like you said, it's going to be making jobs is going to be all about supply and demand, no matter how many tax breaks you give them. So, and not only that, you know what they will makes more sense what they're going to invest in is they are going to invest in technology. Mm-hmm. They're going to invest in probably more machinery. They're going to invest in new programs, new systems, which is good. At yeah. the end of the day, it's good. However, what generally comes with that is going to be, yeah, you're going to need less people with the innovation generally. Well, you know, the big have... thing in technology is that the, the explosion next year, this year, next year will be the 5G network that's going to go up. And they're talking about um, how it will it will revolutionize everything like yeah, as far as um, you know, businesses will be able to, like, like doctors can perform surgeries, like a LA doctor could perform a hands-free surgery in Idaho if he's, they don't have a specialist, like, yeah, uh, it's going to be, so, but yeah, so it's going to be that kind of things where they'll invest in, which, you know, you want that, but it, I don't see it, it getting put back into the economy and, and like, like you said, the middle class. At least not jobs. No. I, I mean, some of, some of it might. I'm not, I don't want to completely negate that. I'm sure some of it might. But no, I, I think more likely is, yeah, they're going to invest in more technology that at the end of the day may actually cost jobs, if anything, yeah. which is fine. We can't, it's not like we can stifle that. I mean, that's happening. No, you and you that's want the technological happening. boom to happen, but yeah. yeah. You can't stifle that for the sake of, like, the coal thing, really, to me, that's kind of like the same thing as coal. Like, I mean, yeah, talking about we're going to bring back all these coal jobs, and it's like, well, we're, Why? we're kind of just evolving. <laughs> yeah, this is, right now, yeah, we're kind of evolving away from that, especially with the natural gas. Right now, yeah, the cheap natural gas yeah. is hurting the coal jobs. Again, when Trump's saying he's going to bring back all these coal jobs, you know, you're probably not going to be able to because that would mean turning back on things that were already moving. Yeah, that would be like shit. going yeah. backwards. And plus, it's, it's not a sustainable, like, it's not a sustainable source of energy. So you're, you're pretty much just kind of beaten a dead horse until you can get every, shots. yeah, like, but I mean, and you know, like I obviously have particular feelings about Trump, but I, you know, like when I, when I hear him say things like that, it just makes me feel like he's pandering to the people he wants to vote for him. So oh, 100%. If, if you have people who are in the coal industry, of course, they're going to want more jobs because that's what they do. And no, I don't begrudge them that I'm just saying, no, like, me neither. It, it's just, you just look at it from, outside of the coal industry and you're like that's that's the past like we have so much more now and and, and like i said coal's finite you we, like we can't live off that forever we can't sustain and we're all we're only going to get bigger i mean our our global society is growing like crazy <laughs> so it's really more efficient ways for energy for sure but actually yeah. i was just reading a thing i was just reading a thing today about that actually where uh it was like somewhere in pennsylvania they just unfortunately like closed the coal mine or cut like a lot of coal jobs and that that particular town it's a coal mining town and yeah. they voted for him at like i think a 70 percent clip in that town i think it was a lot yeah. because he was speaking to them telling he was gonna you know bring back their jobs and then what let's think he doesn't necessarily have control over that no like you can say that but he can't <laughs> yeah. turn that back that's like saying i mean Oh, I'm the president. I'm gonna like bring back blockbuster video. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> no, Netflix is here. I mean, we're not gonna. We can't. Yeah, this is what it is. Well, I mean, and the, and the president does have have power, but not nearly what the promises that that were made. Uh, you know, the, and and that's like sometimes it's it's almost a thing where you can say, you know, playing politics has cost us so much money. Like, for example, for example, you say his whole wall thing, right? he made that promise because that's what they wanted to hear. So let's say he actually does go ahead and build the wall. 
you know, how much money is that going to cost us for not really an efficient measure of, of stopping them? I a mean, lot. the joke, the joke is that like, if you make a 12 foot wall, then a ladder company will make a 13 foot ladder. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, and so you kept your campaign promise, but how much did you actually cost the American people? And I, and I mean, it's going to be a lot. It was a ton just for the, the, the fencing we had. We already have, we already have a fence. The fence thing we have, but it's like so funny. If you watch a documentary on that, yeah, hilarious. they go up Cost and a, over it and under it, and yeah, cost uh, a ton of money for it. And yeah. it's not like it's just a straight line, no, across. No, it's like through a lot of whatever through crazy terrain, water, <laughs> yeah, water, exactly. yeah, yeah. So I mean, then you just start. It's just like playing politics is, has 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 been so horrible for our country. And I mean, I guarantee if you trace back some a uh, uh, large chunk of the debt is going to be all about BS things that were just done to, to fulfill campaign promises or, or to, to, to play politics with the money. Like, Oh, we're doing this and this is a feel good measure and it actually doesn't do anything. Or the opposite where you're, you're actually actively trying to stop something that would be good for the betterment of society. (laughs) You don't want that to happen on the opposing sides. Watch. Yeah, that's and that's that's so frustrating when you get so stuck in the quagmire of like Republicans versus Democrats, and you know, like I don't like I've I've I haven't identified it either one of those in a very long time because I'm just very disillusioned with the whole thing. I mean, if you look if you look at our our political system, really, I mean, why can't it be more common sense? Like, why does it have to be so? Like it's like everything's like a game, like and it's a competition. It yeah, exactly. Well, because it literally is. Well, yeah. But I think, and I do think, listen, I do think that the, it is beneficial to have, obviously, multiple sides. You have to have multiple sides. And Absolutely. Yeah, prefer, probably, preferably more than just two. Yeah, that would. Yeah. But because I do think, yeah, it is the 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 tension and the balance between the two. I mean, is I think what what can help drive ideas forward. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, not if it's not because right now it doesn't feel like it's about the ideas, like you said. I feel like it's just more about the competition. Right, it's about the winning. It's about staying in office, and that's not. Yes, there's positives to it for sure because there's not. It's a way for the people to have a voice through voting. Right, but at the same time, yeah, we we can see now that it's not. Oh, there's going to be negatives that come along with it, and that this. Oh yeah, part of it, and 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 it goes to like. There's hypocrisy on each side of, of the aisle, and and the only people that loses it at all is like us, the American people. It's like you get, you know, stuck. Like you, your government grinds to a halt after a while. Like, you know, when you have, and but some of that is on the American people too, in, in the sense that let's say you give one party complete control of everything, and it doesn't fix everything, which it can't possibly. One party in one term cannot fix everything so then they say oh well that didn't work let's let's oust the congress and let's oust the senate and then we'll put in the opposite party because they'll get stuff done and then you end up like you're just like in this big like proverbial jar of molasses and nothing happens which so some of the blame is on the american people when it comes to (laughs) you can't just expect one president or one congressional body or senate to fix all the problems you know what i'm saying like no definitely and I mean, it's there. I think it's kind of our fault too. I mean, just as far as how informed we really are on this, Very the, true. the issues. Like, we're gonna. The only way we can hold the people them honest is if we truly do know. We really are paying attention to what's going on. 
Yeah. Because like we said, that's the thing about this. They do care about staying in office. Yeah. Which is why they're playing the games. To where I do believe that if, yeah, we really were more, I think if people could come together more and well, try to really yeah. ourselves think about things that we want done and then try to that whole view politicians accountable to doing it that'd be cool but that's the problem is right now it seems like there's no, no accountability what, yeah no matter exactly no matter what they do 50 percent is going to be on this particular politician's side no matter what close to 50 percent is going to be on this particular politician's side no matter what so it's really only that couple percent in the middle it's going to take to like move it one way to or move, yeah yeah so and, it doesn't and you look at the look at the, the 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 people the actual people who are serving in those roles like the the senators and congressmen and stuff like they actually have one of the like as far as like benefit wise, they actually have one of the best jobs that you can have. Like the the rest of your life, you're taken care of if you land a job in that. So, they, do they get kind of comfortable and complacent and not really care? Like, well, let's just all dig in our heels and not do anything to actually make the country better. Because I mean, they're sitting there, they're getting paid, no matter how long they serve, one term, the rest of their life, they're set. Plus, they get all these like. You know, back scratching things like you can well, that's make money bigger, doing this, yeah, that, and the other that's, thing. That's the biggest problem, I think, is that most of their money is going to be coming from people that are paying them to put policies in place or to keep policies from happening, right? That help their interests. That's where I think that's the biggest issue. So no matter what the people are saying, it's like, yeah, they then they it's not they're not necessarily listening to what people want. They're listening to what the people who are giving them money want. Right. Then they're trying to then their job. They're they're just kind of like they're not necessarily the best. They're just a vote for hire. I yeah, mean, they're yeah, they're kind of like yeah. salesmen. And that's sad too because you think about it like like you know, Brad and Shane have a particular thing that's important to them and it's a, it's a vital issue. And then uh, company X and B can pay, you know, that senator five million dollars to vote on the other way towards that issue. They're not going to go with Brad and Shane's issue. They're going to go with Corporation X and Y because they're going to make five million dollars off it. Yep, they're gonna go out there and stump speech on it. Go out there talk about it, like get whatever happens. Everybody's got their each side's got their own media. Yeah. <laughs> so they oh, go yeah. out there, push, <laughs> you know, get drop some headlines about whatever in the story, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like I said that's where yeah, forty percent of the country's like, yeah, forget that. Yeah. Just based on and that's where it's tough. But. It's it's always hard for me too when like you look at the majority of of the country, they want something in particular, and it, like it's very very clear that the country feels one way. And then your elected officials just go in the complete opposite way. Like, they could care less that the majority wants it. They just do what, like, you know, and just saying, like, the whole Sessions marijuana thing. Like, the country is vastly with it to to legalize it. But Sessions has, like, this, this ingrained vendetta against yeah, it. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's a weird one. That, that's one where, like, it doesn't seem like it makes political sense. It right doesn't. Now. So that's one. I, I, I looked into this too, like trying to see if there's a way to like follow money on that. And yeah, there are money. There is money coming in from, from people. Actually, Sheldon Adelson, he's like one of the, the bigger Republican donors. He does. He's, I think really probably the, the biggest donor to, to different, you know, whenever it's been on a ballot in different places, yeah, for whether it be medical or recreational legalization, he's like funding against it. So he's like a, a casino owner. Thought, you know, people on the negative side are saying, yeah, maybe it's just that he uh, would prefer he's making a lot of money off of the alcohol and what, yeah, going out doing stuff. And that's another the big 
yeah. donors, like alcohol companies and prescription drugs. If you look, the, but oh yeah, I, mean, we don't, I don't know if that's it with Jeff Sessions on this. I really don't. It's, I really do think he just this he might just be really a weird hates thing, it. He really does believe it. Yeah. Well, and know, you I, hear what he said. You had a bad experience back in the sixties <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> Had like this... a bad high or something like that. <laughs> exactly. That it doesn't make sense. I just don't feel like that's just, it's not politically prudent right now. Because, yeah, for the Republicans, yeah, it's not smart for them. No. To try to like have federal overreach on anything. Because, yeah, they have to try to maintain their, their states' rights. And I think that's more what Trump has said when he's been asked. Yeah. Is he's more for states' rights on the situation. But no, that's not. No, and, and it really like he he was talking about how smart people don't use that, and then you know there's like the the people the the ones I don't even know his name because I could, I didn't want, care to know it the guy talking about how it's it's African Americans who are predispositioned to smoke it and they make some criminals and you're yeah. like, that's like are you guys that's serious? Not, I can't that's being said now. That's not reefer madness. Like in the first, <laughs> that's being said now by a politician. <laughs> and you're going, and then, and wait, then, what? And then he was acting like super shocked when people were saying, uh, you might be racist. Like, well, I'm not racist. What? I just think that... <laughs> well, that goes, to bring that back around, I mean, there really is. I really do think there is a racial element to the, obviously to the policing. Yeah. It seems like on that stuff. So yeah, disproportionate amount of well, yeah, I mean, minorities are going to be the ones that are, are going to get it's arrested for it, which who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. I didn't really, maybe that is it. Because Jeff Sessions obviously has a long history with that stuff. He actually had a quote too. I mean, he said he was joking around, which I'm sure he was fine, but he used to think the KKK were good guys until he found out some of them smoked marijuana. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> and it's like, he's kind of, he's like in a competition with, with, let's see who can say the stupidest stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with his it doesn't boss. make sense. But, but yeah. It's me in this situation, honestly, this one, like he's, like, it's like we're saying, we really don't, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why he's doing this. But in some ways, the Democrats on this situation, I almost think are worse because yeah. he actually really maybe does believe it. What it was frustrating me, like when you see like Obama, he did it a bunch of times when he was in office, like joking about how, oh, how he used to, whatever, smoke so much weed when he was in high school and college and stuff. And ha ha ha, it's funny. Yeah. But then, He's not pushing for it to be federally legal. He's making jokes. But yeah, if yeah. he would if he would have got arrested for smoking weed when he was in high school, his he never would have been he never would have been president. He never went to Harvard. Right. So I think that's to me that's super hypocritical. I just so if you, yeah, yeah. It's just hard because like I you 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 look at all the the statistics on the war on drugs, and I don't have them handy, but it's really easy to tell that it's a failed campaign started by Nixon to to point the public in a different view. Don't look at the Vietnam War. Focus on 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 the war on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like Definitely. focus on the war on drugs. And and so then they go on the, and it's really like a way I always thought of it and the stuff I read about it, people felt like they were it was a way to 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 fight back and like oppress like African American citizens. And it really has been. Look how many People, uh, their lives have been ruined by small amounts of weed or yeah. like being targeted, like racial profiled. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you saw. I was, I think it might have been last year. A couple. It's been a few years now, maybe. But I think it was through the Freedom of Information Act. Something came out. Um, I mean, it was an article even. But somebody that worked on like it was Nixon's staff 
said that's what happened. I mean, they said they were they were going after yeah, like blacks and the, the hippies. Yeah, were the people that they were yeah, yeah. trying to to target with these laws. They yeah. they admitted it, so it was kind of crazy. But but there's there's countries and I it's gosh I I can't believe I can't think of the name but there's a country is it the Philippines or something like that No I know you're talking about Portugal that's what I'm thinking is Portugal I think it's Portugal if we're wrong let us know but yeah let us so basically they they legalize everything and say you guys can smoke whatever you want shoot whatever you want and and it actually dropped the rates of use and. And it completely changed the the landscape. It's like, you know, you guys have uh, a problem, and then there's all they, they're putting all that money into helping them with their addictions and helping, you know, re rehabilitate the people, as yeah. opposed to throwing them in jail. Like, there's so much yeah, proof. Yeah, throwing them in a cage with like murderers and rapists. There's so yes. much proof that like, uh, you how many stories can you find where a person went to jail for for holding on to some small amount of weed? And they actually ended up like changing their whole life to to the worst. They became, or even if they don't go to, yeah, even if you don't go to jail, yeah. Now it's going to be that much harder to get like a, a job, yeah, or get into a, certain colleges, or even to get like apartments. Get it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you it's, have a felony hanging over your head. Now it's like okay, you can't work anywhere. So what do you? What can you do? You have to go to a life of crime. Yeah, that's what annoys me about well, like the Democrats kind of want to have it both ways. Sometimes, like they yeah. want to like be like, oh yeah, we're the cool ones on this, yeah. But yeah, we did it, ha ha ha. But they're not. I mean, actively trying to change his life. I mean, Cory Booker actually is. I don't remember him, New Jersey. He yeah. he's got a yeah. few things out there right now. Yeah, where he is trying. He actually is trying to federally make it legal, and then also, I think automatically like expunge the records of everybody who. Does and I really those. think it should be if it was nonviolent and it was. You know, you got popped with some weed in your in your pants or something. Then why should you carry around a felony for the rest of your life? And and like you said, it ruins everything. I mean, you can't. It and it, it's literally like making criminals. It's like, at least the handicap, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's not smart. Yeah. That's why I think that's one of the bigger issues of our time. That's why it's just so weird that they would at this point in time, when you can see where the momentum's going, to try to like go backwards i'm like yeah it just doesn't make sense and you're taking you're taking huge revenue sources away from the states too and that's and and that's like you can look at the places who who have legalized yeah. it like they're making billions off of it yeah. and and more important than the money just the republicans tout themselves as less government less invasive how much more invasive are you going to be when you as the government go on there and say your state's rights don't matter your people voted and want this but it doesn't matter we're the big bad government. We're going to stop you from doing it. Yeah, that's... As, and Republicans say they're the less government, more, like more states' rights, or like... even states' rights. Yeah, like so yeah. that's that's the biggest thing with Sessions. Is he's just saying like, okay, I know you states have voted for this, but hey, you federal prosecutors want to go after him. Go ahead. You would, yeah, you would think if he's being in line with their Republican beliefs, yeah, it would be like, no, the states voted for it. We're gonna let, right, let them do what you want to do. It's always just one of those like it's one of those things where if it works for them, then they'll then they'll do it. If it's not what they want, then they're against it. And Democrats are are guilty of that too. I mean, it's the whole political game, man. <laughs> but, yep. yep, I think that's the bottom line. We're saying like both these. I think that's kind of we're talking about these two subjects. Really, was kind of wrapping around. Yeah, that the fact all that the intertwines into one. The yeah. political, yeah, the political game doing things for political points. 
at the end of the day, it's yeah, it's it's detrimental. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> well, um, I think that's pretty much where we. Yeah, as we want, we... we wanted to touch on William was those two yeah. topics really. So yeah, if anybody has any feedback, we we're wrong on anything. Let us know. Just give us you know call in, leave some yeah. comments, and if we, you know maybe we'll if we find out something, let us know. We'll we'll touch on it next week. Fix any any issues that you saw. And definitely feedback is 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 huge for us. Like we want to hear what you guys have to say, and you know if there's any topics we we didn't cover on or didn't cover enough, and you want us to to talk with us or about it. Um, you know, definitely call in or leave us a comment. We would would definitely love to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. Is we just want to like open up dialogue. There's enough. There's enough of enough things out there just feeding the, the echo chambers. We just want to like <laughs> we have a, a spot where people who have different differing beliefs and perspectives can kind of come together and talk about yeah, it. Just talk about it. Yeah, fair, open, easy place. I mean, they're never going to get any judgment from us. Like you know, we'll we'll be down to to talk with you guys about anything. So. All right, though. Uh, I suppose until next time, uh, we appreciate the, the listen. All right. Next week. See you next week. See you guys next week. Bye.